John chapter 12, this is uh, the reading of where, where we get uh, Palm Sunday. Jesus has uh, kind of entered into the final week of his life. And it says, um, the next day, the great crowd that had come to, to the feast heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. And they took palm branches and they went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Of course, this is um, an ancient, um, in a way, like a coronation ceremony. The use of blessed is the King of Israel the shouting Hosanna means save us. The, the palm branches, the things being laid on the, on the street, they're all symbolic of a, of a coronation ceremony. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. As it is written, this was intentionally Jesus fulfilling um, the prophet's do not be afraid. See, your king is coming to you, rided, or riding to you, seated on a donkey's colt. And at the beginning, the disciples didn't understand all of this, it says. And then it says, the Pharisees said to one another, see, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. This is the... The story of Palm Sunday, Jesus comes from the Mount of Olives. If, if I could do a, a demonstration for you, the Mount of Olives would be a mountain here. There's a valley, comes back up, and the city of Jerusalem is here. And you can sort of overlook the city of Jerusalem as you descend into this valley. And so it is, um, I guess the best way of saying it is it's a, it's a very humble coronation ceremony. Any real king would flaunt, you know, you would want to put the best out there. I mean, let's be honest. Um, we get impressed with um, stuff, things. If, if you wanted to make a real impression, you'd have horses, lots of horses. You would have um, a lot of power being demonstrated, chariots, so Jesus getting on a donkey is a very intentional statement. He's intentionally saying this. I'm going to do this differently than what you've seen. I'm going to do this differently. Did you know this, that the early church, they didn't call themselves Christians. No one never said, I'm a Christian. What you called yourself was a follower of the way. And it was known, this is what you did. You followed a way. Now, we're going to talk about that way today and what that means. But just, just so that you know, when people in the early following days of Jesus, they didn't label themselves as Christian. In fact, that was kind of a derogatory term that was heaped on them. But they said, we're followers of the way. And what is the way? And how important is it for you and I today? Because here's the thing the thing everybody picks a way everyone picks a path a way to do your life 
Kings would pick their path, pick their way. And Jesus is outwardly putting together all of this symbolism. And by picking a donkey, he's showing that his way will be a way of, I guess, humility, servanthood, um, selflessness. Everyone has a way that they pick as to how they're going to live their life. And Jesus sort of knew going into this, the crowds were shouting praise to him, and he knew that the crowds would quickly, what? Turn. Just a few days later, the shouts of Hosanna and, and, and Savior and our King would turn into, what? Crucify him. Crucify him. And so Jesus knew, and it says earlier in John's gospel, not to entrust himself into the praise of men because he knew what was in the heart of a man. In other words, he didn't buy into all of that. He didn't need to. But what a great message today. Because I think today a lot of us pick a shallow way that buys into the praise of people. Let's just be honest for a minute. For all of us, it feels good if someone says something nice about us. Let's just be honest. Doesn't it feel good when someone compliments you on anything that you do or say or the way that you look or anything? It sure is better than someone telling you off. It just feels good. And when someone tears you down, it, it feels bad. And so get, this, get the spectrum of the emotion. Palm Sunday, it's people heaping praise. And by Good Friday, it's crucify him. But Jesus didn't entrust himself. Think about today's day and age. A lot of uh, the mental health problems that they're having uh, all through society, but I know with our young teens, it's a big problem, is they're entrusting themselves into how many likes did I get on my post? Who's paying attention to my social media? Do they love me out there? And incredibly, people are tying self-esteem as to their social media accounts. How much people like the fake stuff that they put out in front of the world. Let's just be honest for a minute. We had a, a little, Charlie had a little friend over. She's like two months apart, right? And, and so her and Kennedy uh, were sitting there playing together, and we wondered how it was going to be, you know, because of COVID, she hasn't had much of this, and so they got together, and they're playing in the backyard, and, you know, Kennedy got on Charlie's slide, and then when we weren't looking, Charlie just shoved her down the slide, you know, and we're like, hey, you can't, you, you can't do that, you know, we're trying to play nice, and, and then, you know, we got them over at the picnic table, and then they're taking each other's things, and, but we got one little moment where they sat there, and it looked like they just were loving each other, and Princess Poppy was taking the honorary seat at the end of the ta picnic table, and they were looking at each other, and it looked like they were playing so nice, and we got a picture. <laughs> and guess what's the picture that everyone's going to see? That's the, that one. Because then everybody's going to, oh, that's so cute. You have the best life. You look at it, you're going to go, man, look at that. You have the, just the perfect life. And you just need to put on her, it's a giant lie, but thank you. <laughs> right? 
It's, it's okay that, you know, and, 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 and they did have a good time. But, you know, you and I know what reality is like. And this is everyone's reality. But here's the thing. What happens for a lot of people is you start to put yourself as Jesus didn't buy into this. The disciples didn't get it. The Pharisees didn't get it. And in, in Luke's gospel, it says there's tears coming down his face. As he's weeping for the city of Jerusalem, he's coming down the mountain, looking at it. He's crying because they don't get it. And I think, I think somehow God cries for us today. Because I think sometimes we don't get it. I wanted to talk about how you handle rejection in life. Because all of us face rejection. Just think back in your own life. Remember the last time you faced rejection? And it's amazing what you and I will do to avoid the feeling of being rejected. In some ways, it's almost, we almost can't think of anything worse than being rejected. And here, here is Jesus riding into the city for his rejection. You just have to think about how he was preparing himself for this. And maybe this would help you and I as to how we prepare or handle rejection. First thing is this, rejection is just part of life. The first thing you have to do is accept that it's a part of life. And it's not just a part of your life, lest you go down pity lane. Look, it's a part of, see, that's why everyone else is nodding as well. It's a part of all of our lives. We get rejected at work. We get rejected romantically, right? We get rejected online. It's just a part of how life works. And so you have to understand, first of all, that this is going to happen. But I think learning to handle rejection begins before rejection. I think it begins with how we handle the praise. Think about it. This was about what Jesus did with all the praise that was being heaped on him. I mean, I don't know if you've, you know, now is the time they'll start showing all the movies, but you don't see Jesus coming down on the donkey going, It's not an end zone dance. I thought I have to. I have to just weave a little Barry Sanders into Palm Sunday, may I? <laughs> but those, uh, you know, those of us longstanding football fans, you know, Barry Sanders, you know, he'd go in the end zone. He's probably the greatest running back ever to live. Sorry, Dallas, Texas, no chance with Emmett Smith, no chance, all right? It was Barry, right? And, and, he, would, and he would get in the end zone. And just what? Walk the ball over. Man, did he say a lot. Man, did he scream a lot. Like, what a weird way. What a loser. No popcorn. No dance, no in your face. I mean, he couldn't make it in today's NFL. Here you go, sir. On behalf of me and all my teammates, thank you for your service. It's a different way, isn't it? 
I think the way we handle rejection starts with the way we handle the praise. Because a lot of us, unfortunately, we set our lives up that it all begins with that. That this is what I need to get going and to get started. And here's how you start yourself up. Start right in the morning. Thank you, God, you're a good father. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. I know that I'm loved. You see where the security starts in your life? You see where the safety starts in your life? It's knowing that you're loved by God, that you're accepted by God. And if you start there and you deeply believe this is your, this is where your acceptance, this is where your approval comes from, then the need, ask any psychologist, they will tell you this without a shadow of a doubt. A young child that's been given a lot of praise, a lot of security, because they will be confident, they will know, they will need less of it from others. Where you get the most praise from is from your Heavenly Father. Which, by the way, we need to um, continue to work in the church so that we're painting the right picture of God for the next generation so they don't see this God as a God who's against them, but a God that is for them. People turn. They shout Hosanna, and then they shout crucify. Who's ever said to yourself, why are people that way? I'll wait. Why are people that way? We all say that. Ready? You want to know why? You want to know why people are that way? Because you're that way. Because I'm that way. That's how we are. We're all for you, and then we're not. We're fickle. So what we do is we protect ourselves to not experience rejection. This would have been Jesus turning the donkey around. We do certain things because we don't want people to somehow reject us. We go a long way to avoid pain. But here's what the early followers did. They turned this practice, look, into a pattern. They turned this practice into a pattern, and they called it the way. So when you thought of the way, you didn't think of, oh, these are people that went to church. These are people that have a fish on their car. These are people that wear Jesus T-shirts. These are people that followed that pattern. What was the pattern? You went down to go up. You went down to go up. Let's say it together. You went down to go up. Listen to me. Trust God, right? Trust God when it's going down. Just trust God. This was the way. And they not only did they start this, they celebrated this. If you've ever read from Philippians 2, I'm just going to read you a passage from Philippians 2. And what I want you to know about this passage is this, we now know, was a hymn. It was a song. Let's, they, when you sing songs, you're, you're, you're reiterating things that you think and that you believe. And this became a part 
of the early followers of the way. And they sang this song, made it into the scriptures. Philippians 2, your attitude should be the same of Christ Jesus. Follow that path. Follow that pattern. Follow this way. Ready? Who considered, uh, who being very nature God, considered equality with God not something you would grasp onto, but made himself nothing, taking the nature a servant, being made in human likeness. Do you get the descent going here? This was a path. This was a pattern. This was a way. Being made in human likeness, he'd be found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. In other words, it wasn't just some kind of a nice, slow, or, or a quick heart attack. A humiliating death. Therefore, ready? God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and in heaven and on earth and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Now, do you know this? This is what was the creed. This was a song they celebrated. They celebrated this path. This was the path. This was the way. And they, they celebrated, and the end, it says that they said, Jesus is Lord. Now, just for a little context, this wasn't what it would be today. People say, Jesus is Lord. This was... In contrast, sharp contrast to what was said all over the Roman Empire at that time, which was Caesar is Lord. They had a pledge to Rome. Who grew up saying the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag? Da, 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 right? They grew up pledging. They would say they had pledges. Caesar is Lord. So when they sang this song, what were they saying? There's Caesar's way and there's what? The Jesus way. And what's the way? Down to get up. Down to get up. Who's ever gone to a seminar, like for business or work or leadership, and, and they do this for you? They say, you just follow our proven pattern. Proven pattern, right? It goes this way, and then you can take a step, and then guess what? Then this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen. Right? Anybody been to one of these seminars? Oh, it's so good on paper. Isn't it great on paper? And the reality is that's not how life works. But be that as it may, maybe. But here's the pattern of Jesus. Ready? Most of us are kicking and screaming by now. Kicking and screaming. What these early followers knew was this. Therefore, God exalted him. Right? Therefore, God lifted him up. In other words, this is the week the descent begins in the calendar. Palm Sunday to Good Friday to death. But it all leads to what? Resurrection. It all leads to life. So though you'd want to kick and scream the next time, Right? Just trust God when you're on the descent.
Trust in the down, and God will take care of the up. I think um, the, the challenge the early church faced, it was easier for them because they were under so much persecution that they had to, they had to trust the down. And I think for us today, we've been so cultured to think of ascend, ascend, ascend that it's harder for us to trust the way. I think it's fascinating that they call them followers of the way. They didn't even call them followers of Jesus. Because what they were saying is, if you follow Jesus, you follow that way. Today in our world, I'm talking to people all the time. I said, man, we got so many problems. How do you fix problems? With leaders. People fix problems. Hmm? People fix problems. So the first thing we should do if we say, oh, this is such a problem, the first thing we do is say, we need leaders. And then instead of pointing at everyone else, you should point at what? And the biggest problems take the greatest leadership. And the greatest leadership came when Christ got on that donkey and started to show us, here's the way. Here's how you fix it. Hosanna really means, could you fix it? Save us. Fix it. And it's this unlikely, unimpressive, let's be honest, Let's be honest, unimpressive. That's all you got is a donkey? The way to fix our world, the way to fix our problems is we need this way, this humble, serving. Say, yeah, Chris, but the loud shouts, this is what I always hear people, and people, but it's the, all the noise of, None of that matters. Don't you know, there's all kinds of chaos when Jesus rode in. There was all kinds of noise about this is how it's going to be fixed. And he just stays on his path. This is the path. Servanthood, humility, sacrifice. 2,000 years later, guess who we're celebrating? Christ. Christ. Pontius Who? Is there, a, is there a Pontius Pilate holiday that I'm unaware of? But there's so much power in these other voices, it doesn't matter. It's short term. Short term, long term. Short term, long term. Jesus shows the way, the path. Don't buy into the short term. Noise. You remember how it culminates, right? As he's standing before and, and refuses to speak to Pilate. And Pilate gets so frustrated. He goes, don't you know who I am? I can make you live or die. You know? Doesn't seem to rattle Jesus. Short term, long term. He said, you, you would have no authority if it wasn't given to you from my father. 
I think Jesus showed us a way. This is a way to live in your own home. A way to work with your own family. A way to work in our community, in our church. And it's down is the new up. The last will be first. And in today's world, I know, you're worried, but they're screaming so loud and they're saying, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Just stay on your path. The path of Christ. Follow the way. Follow the way.